I'm going to be, man. Let's do it. All right. Let's do this. Welcome back. This is episode 27. Can you believe we've made it to episode 27, Vlad? The Malapert Smark Wrestling Podcast. This is the last, I think, episode that we're going to call it the Malapert Smark Wrestling Podcast. I've been thinking about just calling it the Malapert Smark Podcast. Because the reason I put mm. wrestling in there was because people might find it if they search wrestling. But it seems like no one's really finding our podcast anyways. So I <laughs> I think the Malapert Smart Podcast is kind of a better name without the wrestling part in it. People will know it's wrestling because where else would you see a smart, right? A smart mark. I don't think there's smart marks anywhere other than in wrestling, right? Can you can you use that word it. for other things? There's It's like literally a wrestling term, right? It's a wrestling term, but I guess theoretically people could be marks for other things, right? Yeah, like if you were a, a, a judge of television or movies and you you thought you were like better a better writer, you would be a better writer than Martin Scorsese or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like or a better director. Could be a mark for like you said, Scorsese or whoever. Somebody well, that, could be a mark for like Al Pacino or somebody like that. I don't know. Would so, would someone be a, a smart mark if they thought they could direct better than Martin Scorsese and, and they criticized him and they started opening up a podcast where they're like, look at this shot, look at this cutscene, God, this is awful. <laughs> yeah, is that a, that's, that's is that a smart? I don't know. We mark. we got to look that up. I'm not sure if you can use smart mark for any term anywhere other than wrestling. So I'm I'm curious about that, but we'll look that up later. Listen. We don't got a lot of time tonight. I know you got to go to bed. We're recording this on a Thursday night. Uh, Usually we record on a Friday night, but I got stuff to do tomorrow. So we're trying to squeeze this podcast in for the week. We got AEW to discuss this week. No retro talk because, you know, we did we did we did some last week. I'm still cutting up clips from that and stuff. I thought it was a good a, a fair amount of stuff to to still sift through. But we'll get back to that in a while whenever we can. But today we got AEW. It was Grand Slam week. So we're going to talk yeah. about co- Collision from Saturday, uh, September 16th, and then Dynamite from Wednesday, September 20th. So this past week, that's how we do it. I know it was, Collision was a little while ago, but uh, let's yeah. talk about it anyways. We haven't really discussed it in detail. So let's break out our TV. We're going to do a watch along, a little bit of a watch along. There it is. All right. So what what happened on Collision? Can you remember any of this? Do you have nose flat or are you just going to do this from memory? Well, I do remember the first match was really the the crux of the show, to be honest. Um, Starks and Bill. Big Bill versus Claudio and Danielson. That was like the opening match. And that was pretty much what I took from the show. I can't really... <laughs> well, Ricky Starks uh, is like the only pretty much bright spot right now. That's going on this show. Yeah. It's on every week. Yeah. He's like their lead guy. He's the star of yeah. the show. He was feuding with Punk. They kind of just plugged in Danielson into that spot since Punk has been fired. Yeah. But Correct. that's not so bad. You know, that they kind of saved no. it. And this is productive, right? This is good for Starks. This is going to, like, help make him. So as much crap as we're going to talk about the rest of Collision and Collision in general, yeah. how it's fallen since about CM Punk. Let's see what happens. Uh, there was a uh, this was a good match, good chunk of the show. It's like a twenty minute match, something like that. But I'm gonna skip to the mm-hmm. end. It was a low blow from Starks to Danielson <laughs> when the ref wasn't looking. And uh, what is this move called? The Rochambeau, is it? The Rochambeau, exactly. Okay. Okay. So he gets the pinfall over Danielson, which is something to brag about. He uh, 
is going to brag about that later on on this show. And that's something that's worth bragging about. It wasn't a clean, clean singles victory, but it was something. Right. But what this do you was think, good. Vlad? I'll just say that this was a good opening segment, good match. Both, all, this was good. This was, I have no complaints about this at all. I'm a, you know, I'm a big Rick, Ricky Starks fan. And even Big Bill's growing on, on me in this, with this, uh, you know. He's working with, well with Starks. This him, yeah. him and Starks look good together. It's not bad. So I'm, I'm on board like with it. that too. Yeah. Well, let's move along with Collision though, because we do our, our, we really want to talk about Grand Slam tonight. So I'm going to run through Collision. Anything, anything that uh, pops into your mind that you want to say, go ahead and jump in. You don't have to wait for me to stop. You know, I don't care. Go ahead and interrupt me, Vlad. You know, you're the wrestling expert, the wrestling god, actually. We'll talk about we'll talk about that later too about some of the comments oh, we've been getting on our YouTube channel, but anyways, oh, yeah. Comment. So this next segment is uh, Swerve Strickland. He's challenging the elite, the Young Bucks and Adam Page to a match, but not with him, with the Gates of Agony and Brian Cage, and mm. the the elite. They end up accepting this challenge, and uh, so that's going to be for the Ring of Honor Six Man Tag Team Titles. Okay. Sounds fun. This is goes along with the Swerve Hangman Page feud that's been brewing up on Dynamite, which I don't mind. But now that you get the Young Bucks involved, you know now that kind of dampers it for me. I thought I wanted to see just Hangman Page and Swerve. I thought that would have been more interesting. But anyways, let's see what else happened on this show. Moving along, we got the Book of Hobbs. I think is next. Yeah. So he says, uh, "No man is safe." Right after he beat up Miro after their match, he. He's pretty proud of that. That kind of gave him his confidence back. Good thing he did that then, because otherwise it would have just been a, a clean loss flat in the middle of the ring. <laughs> and I don't know where they're going with this. You know, I hope it's something. But yeah. yeah. Let's move along. The book, the, yeah, the booking on Hobbs has not been great, obviously. Yeah, I know. It's tough to show a guy talking like this, like all like he's the man, but he's not and the he, man. And then he ends up, and then he loses yeah. every match. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. So the guy he like fought, Hobbs, the guy he lost to last was Miro. Mm -hmm. I like Hobbs too, man. I like Hobbs too, yeah. but I don't know what what the, what's gonna happen. Miro uh, talked next, so this was another pre-tape, pre-package, very similar to the Hobbs one. So he right. said a lot of stuff here. He started with Hobbs, <laughs> you son of a bitch. He said, uh, he said he even broke Hobbs's back, but that didn't make him humble, <laughs> which was, I, I think, a reference to the Iron Sheik, right? It must it have been. Be, yeah. It has it to has be. Uh, so they must meet again because of that. But he does make yeah. reference to his wife, though. He said, yeah. it's not my fault that your absence from the world left all these people godless. Every time I step away from you, you'll pull me back, but I will not bend. It's very hard to understand, even reading it back. Um, yeah. Now they have... Well, he said... No, sorry, sorry yeah, let me finish this quote. He goes, now the people have hope because they pray to me. And if one of these one of these fools don't want to be redeemed, I'm going to package them in a nice box and send them or set, package them in a nice box real nice and send them your way. This is the promise of the Redeemer. Man, I said that kind of screwed up. But anyways, I don't know. Something to do with God. Something to do with well, his wife. <laughs> well, I'll just say that, you know, as much as, yeah. As, Miro's promos are all the same. They're kind of nonsensical. They make no sense when you look at them. It's like trying to. It's like why people like Ultimate Warrior promos. They just seem like they were interesting and full of life. But when you actually try to analyze them, they're 
I don't even know what the heck you, you can't. It, it sounds good, but whatever it is you just did, do it. Keep doing it, but it's yeah. Just try not to really analyze it too much because it, it's like I said, what the hell is he even stop talking about? Yeah, exactly. I, it sounds good, but when I actually try to to write it down, I'm like, what? Yeah, exactly. Took the words out of my mouth. Like, what the heck is yeah. this guy talking about? But it's cool. Yeah. It's cool. Maybe we should. Maybe I should try to look at it deeper and try to understand. But I'll do that some at some other time. I, I say no. I say don't do that. I say do the ups. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's move along. The Iron Savages. Okay. This is like the middle guy's name is Jet Jameson, I guess, from what I gathered. Uh, and uh, yeah. he introduces his guys as BK Boulder on his right and Dirty Bulk Brunson. Because they used to be, what, the Bear Brunson and Bear Boulder, I guess, but now they have a manager. Anyways. Uh, were they Bear were they, they were Bear Country? This was Bear Country? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. So this is them repackaged as the Iron Savages, and they're facing off against FTR. Oh, there was a there was a funny moment at the beginning of this though when uh, Jet Jameson was telling Dax that he had a, a big tummy. You know, he's like, "Look at my six pack." He's like, "What is that? Look at all this. Is that all the tequila?" <laughs> well, he's, he said you could live a use a little bit of the savage sauce. I don't know what that is. Anyways, this wasn't a squash, but it was a short kind of short match. The Iron Savages got a little bit of offense in at least, but in the end, yeah. it was a FTR victory i know they're trying to push these iron savages guys as someone who could at least be on the show so it's okay i don't think they're that bad i don't so know i can't i can't tell but yeah so the workhorsemen come out after this because ftr challenged anyone in ft and aw right to fight them so here comes uh, anthony henry and uh, what's the other guy's name jd drake the bigger one they confront FTR about the open challenge and Aussie open watch from the back. Yeah. So that's going to come up later. Oh, so here's the much talked about Keith Lee backstage segment where they had the, the pre-production part, like the one segment where they're like doing the countdown five, four, three, two, one and the clap. Yeah. And this got a lot of flack on the internet for being unprofessional. What do you think, Vlad? You want to rail on this or what? This is your chance. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like kicking a dead horse, or you know, AW is that is in this obviously in this situation the dead horse. Uh, yeah, obviously this is unprofessional to have this air like that. But what else is new? I mean, how many different unprofessional things have they been involved with that we could say AW is unprofessional? You know, they're not. They're not a first-rate wrestling company. They're an indie company with a TV deal. I've been saying that forever. So, yeah, I could rail on it longer, but, like, what's the point? Yeah, obviously, people are saying, oh, this was just – it was part of the show or it was a work. Or I think Cornette tried to explain it that, yeah, just the production guy messed up or something or whoever does their editing messed up. Whatever the case may be, it's bad. Whatever, If it's a work, it's dumb because nobody understands it. What the hell? Why would that be a work to put that in there? Nobody understands the – so I, I must say it's not that, and it's just them being dumb to letting this air. And why not remove this from, like, the West Coast feed? <laughs> why? <laughs> it's like they 
it's like they want to show everybody in the world that they're not just the East Coasters that got it live, but the, everybody that I don't know. You know, it is what it, it is. Isn't it Let's the see. ultimate selling out the business type of like this is a TV show? Five, four, three, two, one, action! <laughs> it's not wrestling. Oh, yeah. I guess. Of course. I could say well, that, but. I, you could also just let it go and not take it so seriously. Yeah, some guy forgot to cut out five seconds of the show. Okay, you know. I mean, I get mistakes happen. I mean, I'm not going to completely kill. I mean, nobody's perfect, you know, that's for sure. But still, you know, it doesn't, considering all the other problems AW has, this is like another thing that people could just kill them for, you know. Just another one of the many things. Also, it's just funny that it's, I don't know, we, we were talking about it in the text messages, but like, what is take 22? Because there's no way this could be a, the take 22 of this interview that, this guy, that Keith Lee mumbled through. Yeah, I hope it's <laughs> I not like, the 22nd take for freak's sake. Like, I, I don't think that it was. Insane. I think it was, pro my guess is that it was the 22nd take overall, like including everything from throughout the show, like the first beginning part, and they had a bunch of interviews there. I, I don't uh, we, I don't think yeah, Keith I, Lee, I, I agree with you with that. Yeah. I hope I to God it, Keith no Lee didn't do this 22 times. Well, it was Keith Lee and Shane Taylor and Lee Moriarty. I mean, we could move on with this. Let's move on with what happened. Yeah, we could move on. We could move on. So I think that's Keith a, Lee was saying something, you know, in a boring way that, you know, salute, greetings and salutations. He's very polite is his gimmick, I guess. Shane Taylor Promotions is coming in. He's recruited Lee Moriarty, so that's his guy. I mean, I watch Ring of Honor, so I know these guys, but it's a lot of Ring of Honor stuff leaking into Collision, as we will probably yeah. discuss later on with the Righteous and other types of people. But I'm going to yeah. move on with this segment because I'm sure you don't really care about this. Neither do I. Let's no. move on. No. The next segment, okay, another thing we probably don't care that much about, it was John Silver versus Anthony Bowens from The Acclaimed. Yeah, no. And no. believe it or not, this had an angle attached to it where John Silver said the rest of the acclaimed were banned from ringside. So they had to leave and mm. do it. And Anthony Bowens had to do it alone. And uh, they, but they were the ones who ended up interfering. So it was, it was a trick so that they could get the evil Uno from under the, underneath the ring. And it's a victory for John Silver, which I mean, Dark Order has been pushed more in Ring of Honor. So it's not like this comes out of nowhere to someone like me, but it does come out of nowhere to someone who's been watching AEW only that, you know, they haven't really been featured all that much. But I'm yeah. sure you don't care I mean, about this, too. I mean, it's just a weak booking, in your opinion, right? Well, well, I mean, the fact that Dark Order is still around. I don't care if these guys are still around, but the fact that they're Dark Order. Well, I do kind of care that, that the fat mask guy is still around. That's embarrassing. That guy is as much as professional. I don't hate guy, Evil Uno, right? man. I mean, dude, I, just because someone is fat and pudgy, I'm not gonna say that they they can't be a wrestler personally. But oh, speaking of fat and pudgy, there's <laughs> 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 any don't but don't let him call. Don't let him know that you're calling him fat. He might go crazy. He might just try to punch you or something. Yeah, so, yeah, you you took the words out of my mouth. Eddie Kingston is next, so he's trying to tell the story of Claudio again. It's difficult to explain. Everyone keeps asking him. They're like, please, can you explain this to us? And <laughs> I'll write down some of this. I wrote down some of the stuff he said. Claudio judged him despite what yeah. he goes through mentally and physically, right? He, and, and Claudio left potholes in the indies that they had to cover up. You, and, yeah, okay. and then he said... Something that Claudio told him, he said, you say I 
don't know how to have friends. And he said that's true because he pushes everyone away and then he blames them. That's the sickness in him, which was a nice quote. And yeah. uh, he's promoting this match. It's one last chance at the Ring of Honor title against Claudio at Grand Slam in his hometown in New York. And the last thing made me laugh. The last thing he said was, I'm going to fuck yeah, you up what... in New York, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> which, yeah, which was all censored, but it was still pretty right. good. Yeah. Uh, good yeah, promo. I, yeah, I will say that, yeah, for something I don't really care about, this was a really good promo. I mean, Kingston, as we've said it many times in the past, is a great promo. He made, He's very believable. He's like a raw. If you give him a live mic, he'll he'll deliver for the most part. If he has, especially if he's passionate about a, a topic, and if, you know. So he's this is where his strengths lie, uh, for sure. So I'm a fan of his mic skills. I'm not a fan of the way he wrestles, and I'm not a fan of the way he kind of a lot of his angles that he's involved in. But when he, you know, there he has some strengths and weaknesses. I I, I wouldn't be using him like they're using him if I was. A promoter but hey you know it is what it is at this point. i just wouldn't have tried this angle with claudio and kingston to be honest because i know it's sometimes work shoots are good in wrestling but this was one situation where i think it didn't really turn out that good you know it just didn't come off like they imagined it personally i, I don't i didn't like it i think it was too hard to explain it i think it was convoluted i think they should have just very, skipped it oh yeah yeah, because nobody nobody really hates Claudio. That's the thing, you know. It's like even the, even though he's on the heel group, nobody really hates Claudio, you know. So it's well, like let's uh, let's put a pin yeah. on that because it's gonna come back later. We have to yeah, talk yeah. about that later at Grand Slam. So sure. Orange Cassidy and Hook they're eating chips and they get they get an idea to do a tag match together or something. Good. And Hook was like, okay, "Yeah, good. let's do it." So they yeah, fist. Let's, let's do it. They, and then they fist bump. So that's going to be yeah. a Grand Slam Rampage is some useless tag team match. But they're they're cool homies. Maybe they could be yeah. tag team champions or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. I, like I have it. no clue. Ozzy Open defeated some jobbers in less than a minute, I think. These guys. Yes, yes, yes. And then they challenged FTR at Wrestle Dream on October 1st after the match. So... That's another team that's putting their hat in the ring for the tag team championships against FTR. Okay. Be a decent match. Yeah, these guys, they got some clout. Former world champions in Japan, Ring of Honor champions. I'd say put yeah, them over. Why not? Put, I don't know about putting them over, but I don't think it's – I think I kind of – I'm okay with Ozzy Open as a team. You know, I think they're okay. I'm not, like, in love with them or anything like that, but I think they're they're solid workers. Tony Storm has a little backstage, uh, yeah. not backstage interview. I don't know where they are. It's RJ City's apartment or something, or is it Tony Storm's house? I don't know. Uh, they didn't actually say, but it, yeah, it, not her apartment, but it's somewhere. So the lights are too bright. You know, she's a, she's a movie star now, so she, she needs things yeah. perfect. Um, but she did say something. She said that she thought this was a business and uh, they just give out contracts willy-nilly to any girl with a sob story in AEW. So that was kind of a real seriousness thing that came out of this silly interview. And then she looked at the yeah. lamp and said that the lamp is kind of crappy, which is true. That's a crappy lamp for an interview <laughs> of this magnitude with such a superstar. Um, this is this is good, but you know it's like a it's going to be a, a vignette of 
of a group of vignettes or something like that. We'll we'll see if there's more of them. Um, I, I like I, it. I mean, yeah. I, I I like you know I'm a big fan of Tony Storm as we've been talking about her promos in the bag. Her her work is pretty damn good as well. Um, yeah, this this I don't know if I, I don't even know what this was exactly, but when she's on the screen, I'm always paying attention, so that's a good thing. Uh, Scorpio Sky is a pre-tape about him being back into the deep end when right after his injury, coming back from injury. So he's fighting. They didn't really give that much time to breathe. He's just coming out. And he's going to face Andrade El Idiolo, as uh, Kevin Kelly calls him. <laughs> I didn't even hear that. That was, that was on the first night of Collision. A lot of people were talking about how he didn't know how to say Andrade's name. So this was this was probably like the most strong, like strongly booked match of the night. Like strong characters. Sure. If there if there's yeah. a real wrestling fan out there, like a pure wrestling fan, this was probably a match that you could sink your teeth into. And uh, it turned out to be like sure. about a nine minute match. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, but they were the weird thing with Scorpio Sky is yeah they do these things for him, and he's already had like a comeback little like promo type of thing before because i don't so he's come back already right he's already come back on collision when yeah first introduced collision so i don't understand why they keep doing it and then of course you know he well, it was right, a, he loses this match he loses it was a long road back from injury long road back that's why it's still sort of his comeback yes he does he takes a move at the end i don't know what you call right. that but he did take right. a figure the, eight and the, tap the figure out, eight, so. I guess. yeah Charlotte's. I, mean, I don't know. I don't think. I, right. I don't think they have much plans for Scorpio, and uh, so I don't even know what the point of these vignette, these backstage vignettes. Vignette. Uh, I'm stuttering today. Vignettes. Um, vignettes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the point of them are because, as as you know, they're not really going to be doing anything with him. So that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He he was a major character for a while, but they um, they kind of, they it seemed like they're gonna use him since they're gonna have they had vignettes for him ready and everything. So, but then he takes a loss here, a clean loss to Andrade. Right. But I mean, I guess this is just a good win for Andrade. I don't know. I don't yeah. like clean clean losses like this to for strong characters that you might want to use later on. But okay, yeah, that's but th that's the AEW way. But I don't think either of these characters are that strong, so. I think my, my major point. Well, yeah, after the say. match, Jay White came out with the Bullet Club gold, and yeah. uh, he this was this was also something that annoyed me. I didn't I didn't really like this. I thought this was kind of weak. This is something Tony Khan mm -hmm. does to try to make it look like he's just not booking random dream matches or whatever. He gives them like one segment or one interview or something that'll like you know pre prequel to the match that'll be a prequel to the match. So this was Jay White coming out like I'm gonna give you a rub, and challenges yeah. him to a match next week. You know, almost an altercation, but referees and everyone's out. You know, okay. I'm honestly just not a not a fan of this segment. I thought it was kind of just contrived. I thought there there there's better ways to set up matches between people. But yeah, that's gonna I be agree. next week on Collision. So okay. as a as I mean, a smart as a smart smart mark. I could have come up with some better booking than this, baby. <laughs> All right. Yes. I, uh, yes. The Malapert Smarks. Yes. As only Here we go. Could, could do. 
no. So uh, there's a video package uh, reviewing the history of Ibushi with Kenny Omega, the Golden Lovers, because Don Callis vows to end Kenny Omega and everything he loves, right? So they have to show sure. how these guys have been super friends in Japan and everything. Um, I don't know why they have to show this because everyone who watches AEW probably knows already, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Moving on. I mean, I don't mind this. As an angle, I don't mind uh, Don Callis going after Omega. Right. So I, I'll, I just have to say that. About that angle, I don't mind that angle. I think that's going well. Uh, Shibata. Another, that's another guy. That's my guy. Shibata, the Ring of Honor pure champion. He talks through Google Translate. Because he can't speak English. So he's facing oh, off against... This is, uh, this is the guy Cornette says lost his brain. Yeah, I don't know. They had some angle in Japan where he lost his brain and put it back in. I don't. I really don't know how. <laughs> but okay. I don't <laughs> really know? know either. But this is the... Well, no wonder he can't speak. He, he His brain was put back in. So of course he can't speak. Oh, that I makes sense. It. Yeah, that's good. Good, Vlad. So he's fighting Nick <laughs> Wayne. Vlad, <laughs> are you booking this? <laughs> yes, I it's a good explanation. You should be the commentator so you could explain these silly things. So he's facing yeah, yeah. off against Nick Wayne for the Ring of Honor Pure Championship. 18-year-old Nick Wayne has a chance to win a title this Thursday on Ring of Honor on Honor Club. If anybody has oh, a subscription great. to that, you can go check that out. But he does have an open challenge out for Wrestle Dream, I guess. So he wants to fight face off against somebody let's see what's oh, next oh, anybody okay he didn't even challenge anybody got it got it okay uh, yeah i don't know they're still figuring that out the, the card is still coming together for wrestle dream on october 1st so jeff hardy and matt hardy come out yeah they're yeah. facing vincent and dutch of the righteous that's i know these guys too because of ring of honor and i like their i like their ring walk entrance i like their vibe I like their gimmick. I don't, you know, I don't have really anything bad to say about them. But they show some review of their feud from Rampage, which we didn't see. This is like the only way I see what happens on Rampage is these little <laughs> reviews on on Dynamite or Collision. So they've been going mm. at it, I guess. I don't know. And um, yeah, this match. So what's happened in this match? So the Hardys do the job in this match. So they they, they, they put these they, they put do. these guys over. It's like a seven minute. This was a gnarly shot to the nads by Jeff Hardy right here when wow. he was going up for the swan time. <laughs> that was pretty sick looking. That's not, Hardy still got it to me in my opinion, but for they think they're better off using them to put young guys over. That's fine. So Jeff Hardy takes yes, the pin I, here, and I agree. And I agree. I don't. Why would do thing? that? I would put him over. I would put the hard. I would put Jeff Hardy in the world title. My world heavyweight title match would be Jeff Hardy versus Christian. <laughs> yeah. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. So, you're you're somebody stuck in 2007. Yeah. But anyway, but anyways, no. I was gonna say I don't really know. Maybe you could help. You said you like their, the righteous gimmick. What is? I'm not sure exactly what their gimmick is. Their I'm gimmick is they're they're like the Wyatts. They so, say creepy. You know mysterious things that people don't really understand philosophical things like what did he say here he said um i don't know i wasn't people, paying attention people have been uh succumbing to false idols and false friendships i don't know you know stuff like that i don't really i don't really care what they say you know gotcha. so 
Well, I, don't I know. never really I, cared I, what Wyatt said. I mean, I loved Wyatt. I loved the way he said it. I loved his. He, he had a tone about him that was made him interesting sure. to listen to, but I didn't really yeah. actually listen to what he was saying. You know, sometimes I did, but no, but I'll say, I'll give these guys a chance. I'll try to see it maybe next time they're on. If they're, you know, I didn't really probably give them a, a, a to, I'll be honest. I didn't really give them a great chance in this show because I was so disgusted by what I was seeing in this whole show. So I, I wasn't really that invested after that opening match. So they, cut a promo on mjf and adam cole actually because they're involved in oh. this there there's going to be some kind of match where someone's going to get a ring of honor tag team title shot so they're involved in Correct. that i thought it was weird i was like why are they talking about mjf and adam cole are they going to go into a feud with them but they're just i think they're going to be in a four-way match or something where which we yeah. will discuss on uh, dynamite it's going to get announced on the next show but i'm going to move along from this claudio what does claudio say here Backstage interview with Claudio. He's angry at how Kingston has dragged him through the mud every chance he gets because he was weak. And he says this will be the final chapter at Grand Slam. This is Kingston's last chance because he's had a he's had a chance at the Ring of Honor title. He's been in tag team matches against Claudio and he just hasn't gotten it done. So let's see if he could do it, but we'll find out. FTR, what do they say? They accept Ozzy Open's challenge. If they are still tag team champions next week, if they must defeat the Workhorsemen on Dynamite, so if that happens, then the yeah. Aussie Open match will happen at Wrestle Dream. So let's just hope. So keep right. your fingers crossed, man. Keep your fingers crossed. Uh, I got video... my fingers crossed. <laughs> so Danielson has a video package for the Zack Saber Jr. match. Kind of a nice package, you know. I don't really like how they set up this match. Basically, Danielson said on last week's collision that he, or was yeah. it on Dynamite? I'm not, I don't remember. But he said that... I think it was, it was on collision, yeah. So he said Zack Sabre is what, it called himself the best technical wrestler in the world. So they're going to prove who's the best technical wrestler in the world. So basically, it's going to be like a Chris Benoit, Bret Hart, boring-ass type of fight or something where they're trying to get grapples and submission moves on each other. Okay, that's fine. I just need a feud, you know? Somebody attack somebody out of nowhere. Somebody come out and be like, hey, I need to prove I'm better than you. And, you know, this doesn't do it for me yeah. personally. Yeah, this is, I mean, a dream match for the fans that might know who Zack Sabre is. I don't really know him that well. I, I'll admit that again. Um, I'm actually, like I was saying last week, I didn't really care about that part of Danielson's segment i actually could more barbecue starks who i do see as a a, a a potential superstar talent in the making zach saber might be a good wrestler i'm not saying it's a good thing or bad you know i don't know i'll i'll see i i know he's been on some of their shows i haven't really been paying attention I, maybe he was on forbidden door you know i'm not watching that so um yeah i don't know i'll give him a chance as well but I'm with you. I, I, it's hard to care. It's hard. He's to not bad. About this I've seen him. I watched this match because he was involved with Orange Cassidy. Yeah. But uh, I think he's. Oh, I think he's all right God. from what I've seen. Oh, my. He was involved. <laughs> yeah, that Orange that Cassidy. was the match he was in at Forbidden Door. It was a four-way with Orange Cassidy for the international yeah. title. It was one of the epic 31 title defenses. So. Gotcha. Add Zack no Saber Jr. to the list. Is that a Jim yeah. Cornette shirt, Vlad? Let's see it. It is it. Let's see it. Oh, how controversial to wear this. How, how controversial. 
What, what, what is it? There's some controversy. I, I am oh, a, fan of, a fan of his. I'm a fan of his podcast. That's all. Hey, you walk into a wrestling show with that. Some people are gonna hate you. Some people are not gonna like you. <laughs> some people know. are gonna hate got, you, and some people are not gonna like you. <laughs> I don't know. I, I got some good. Uh, when I was there at WrestleMania uh, at, at SoFi, uh, people were saying nice shirt for the most part. You know, so yeah. there are probably plenty of uh, corner fans amongst the WWE crowd. Yeah, maybe not so much the AEW crowd. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing. You know. Let me move on, Vlad. Let me move yeah, on. Move on. I got a c- no, couple yeah, things on. here on uh, Collision to go through. What else we got? Oh, look at this. So, do you do you still think that that was a not a work? It happened again here on the show, or did they do it to try to oh, cover I- their asses? Here, listen to this. I don't have any audio, but Big Bill. Get out of the shot, bro. Get out. We are, we are back live with you here on the TNT, a very angry Ricky Stone. So, did you, did you catch that the first time or what? No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I must have not been paying that closely because I did not catch this again. I, for some reason, I did not. I don't know if I forwarded. I must have forwarded through because I watched this on DVR and I forwarded. This it looks like it came back after commercial, so I must have already turned it on when Starks was talking and not seen that yeah is this is this supposed to be some kind of angle that's gonna come up like that the production crew keep fucking up and (laughs) getting into the shot or what the fuck (laughs) i can't imagine what angle could come from something like that Uh, i mean like i said if this is a part of like if that initial thing was a part of something and this is a part of something okay but like what why like i can't understand even if it's an inside joke it's dumb. Like, why would nobody's nobody knows no the crowd? Nobody knows what the hell this is. Get out of the this shot, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know, man. I, these I'm are the people that uh, these are the people that were fearing for their lives when CM Punk went on that rampage, right? So <laughs> the backstage crew that had nothing to do with anything. The poor guys. They keep getting into these shots. Anyways, let me yeah. move along. Yeah. So what do you what, what what do you think then? I I didn't since you probably I wasn't aware of this. I thing. have no clue. I don't I don't I don't fucking know, bro. I mean the first one it didn't have this like thing that was like yeah. uh you know, it was just a clap. So I don't now may, maybe they realize they screwed up and they're like, "Well, let's add it again so it looked like we did it on purpose." Well, hold on, hold on. It says Shivani, right? And then it says Marshall. Who the hell's Marshall? QT? But he's not even in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> what am I seeing here? I don't know. But anyways, whatever this means, I don't know. And wherever this is going, I don't know. But it it, it seems dumb. Yeah, okay. I agree that this second one was definitely on purpose. Because there's no way they could make the same mistake twice. So definitely this was... Yeah. But what it could be a part of, I have no idea. I guess we'll just have to see. But uh, yeah, wow. I, I, good thing you showed me this because... That made, makes me think maybe, yeah, people, maybe the first one was. Uh, they should just turn it into an angle to cover their asses. Like, be like, oh, yeah, we did that on purpose. And then, you know, they're going to start beating up on the production guys or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know, bro. Anyways, okay, we'll let's move along. We still yeah. got Grand Slam to do. Uh, Starks yeah. is going to say, hold on. What is Starks going to say? Starks is mad that Danielson got that uh, video package, that promotion for WrestleDream, and he doesn't even have a match yet. So he challenges sure. Danielson to a Texas death match for next Saturday. Texas death. Yeah. John Moxley's speciality. So that's going to be true. a 
But they've already had a they've had a strap match, and now they're gonna have a Texas Death match. Like, isn't that enough? I don't know. I mean, okay. I I guess Starks is gonna go over because I I assume that's what this is for. But we'll see next week. I would we'll see. I would think, but we'll see. Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander was the main event of the evening. It was a pretty solid, hard-fought match, I thought. I mean, I don't think Britt Baker is, like, the most, like, polished, polished worker there is in the world, but she's yeah, she's okay. Yeah. This was a pretty cool spot at the end when she was on Statlander's back and got the lockjaw in, and then she yeah. uh, actually... It, it was pretty tight. I mean, I, I, was, I was on the edge of my seat, and then Britt Baker got rolled up while she had the lockjaw yeah. locked in, so... That was the end of that, and I think uh, Julia Hart looks like she's next in line for Statlander. She's in the audience watching. So what? Yeah. So Statlander beat uh, Britt Baker one night after she defeated Jade Cargill on Correct. Rampage in Jade Cargill's last match, and they uh, they reviewed it on Collision here before Statlander's match, and Cargill got one last match in and put Statlander over before she left to WWE and they had a nice, nice moment where, you know, they kind of hugged and, and Jade put her over, shook hands, lift, lifted her hand up, said, you know, this, this is the man, right? This is what was supposed to happen with Brett and Sean, right? Brett was supposed to put Sean over and be like, you know, shake hands. And then, all right, I'm leaving now. I, I did my job. I put somebody over before leaving, right? And this this is this is what was supposed to happen. <laughs> Although Brett didn't want to put Sean over because he didn't like his ass, but um... Co correct, correct. Well, the difference is here is um, I, well, obviously Brett was the champion at the time, so that was insanely dumb to have a guy that's champion leaving your company. But anyways, that, let's not go back to that. Here, you know, <laughs> the only my only problem with this, this whole thing is um, why not have this at, like at least uh, one of their dynamite or um or collision at the at the very least why on rampage i don't understand that part of it i mean if she's gonna do her final job for AEW in a sense and put statlander over why not have it mean more than on a show that nobody watches you know uh, maybe that was just the last chance they got because maybe they li she literally had like a day left on her contract or something i don't know I'm guessing. Well, and then if, if that's the case, what, why even do it? Why is this, why does she want to do it? Why would she even give them that opportunity to, for her to do that? I mean, if, I don't know if I would agree to this. If I would. Why not? You really think it was bad for Jay to put Statlander no, over no. in a match? I it mean, it doesn't, bad, it doesn't but... matter, dude. No one's going to remember this when she goes to WWE. She could uh, well, start from scratch. I, no, well, I agree with that part of it. Nobody's going to remember, but still, I don't know. Okay, I mean, it's not the worst thing I've seen, but I'm just saying that I wouldn't have put this on Rampage as, as I'm saying. But Sometimes Rampage could use a nice main event. You know, why is everyone neglecting Rampage for fuck's sake? I usually watch it. This week I didn't, but sometimes I watch it. Like, I could, I would, I thought that was nice. I could use a good match. I didn't think it was that great a match, personally. I thought it was okay. I, I saw yeah, I it. I watched it. I actually thought this was Jade's best match that i've seen which is not saying a lot. well yeah that's not saying a lot she didn't have a lot of matches literally so but to be fair she she looked pretty solid here it actually gives me some pretty good hope that she wwe could with with enough of you know with the training that they have there the people that they have there they could get her to where maybe she needs to be at where she could be pretty adequate in the ring and then have she really has a great look right that's already like guaranteed and i think 
from what I've been hearing that they're going to try to push her pretty well. So we'll see. I'm actually pretty curious what happens there with her. Yeah, WWE. I'm curious. I just need she needs to tighten up a little bit on the on the work. Oh yeah, she'll be she'll be oh, perfect. Oh yeah, of course. She'll be going. Oh, yeah. If she could do that. She'll be great. But anyways, let's move on to the main event of the evening for us is Dynamite Grand Slam. So this is the third one, I think, that I can recall. The third edition of Grand Slam. Uh, Let's see how it started. It was Claudio versus uh, Kingston for the title versus title. Ring of Honor title on the line, the world title, and the New Japan open weight strong title. This is That kind of was what gave me the hint that Claudio was going to lose here. Because I didn't think Claudio was going to try to go to New Japan. And, um, you know, I, so worked, that, that, was the give, that was the giveaway. It was also in his hometown, in Kingston's hometown. So Penta's, Penta was there to tell him to have Cerro Miedo before he went out. Give him oh, one, last, one last hype up. The hype man, Alex Abrahante, is also there. I guess those are his two only friends for the moment until he pushes them away, too. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so Kingston's yeah. co- Kingston comes out to a huge pop because he's in New York, I guess. You know, he's from right. what? Yonkers, New York. I don't know what that means. I've heard that a lot. But he doesn't have many friends, but he says, I always got New York. So he thinks the crowd is going to – and the crowd was hot for him. A lot of slaps yeah. in this fight, lots of chops. I'm not a fan of Kingston's style. But he did do some no. things in this match that I thought were kind of athletic for a guy that looks like Kingston. Like, you know, taking this power bomb was pretty, pretty decent. You know, good, good for him. Uh, he got a couple. This was the part where I thought he was gonna win, where he got two of his. Uh, what is his back chops called? Those are his finishing move. He got it twice. Uh, I forgot what he. Do you remember? Before, yeah, I, it's it's slipping my mind right now. He hit it three times there, but that wasn't enough to kill off Claudio. And the end here, he got another one, a fourth one, finally. And this was what blew the roof off of the roofless Arthur Ashe Stadium. And he did end up winning the Ring of Honor title. So he's a world champion now, Eddie Kingston can say, huh? This is probably going to be the pinnacle of his life. I don't think he'll ever be Uh, AEW champion. Of his wrestling wrestling life, yeah. This is probably the the, – the highest he can go, I think. This is the the biggest title they can possibly give him. I mean, I don't know if you'd consider, yeah. like, an AEW tag team title better than the Ring of Honor world title, but I guess I could see him being tag team champion. But I think, could be. I think Ring but of I Honor think... world champion is, is something to, to be proud of. There's a lot of names on that list that you could say, yeah, I was... Yeah, but I was up there with Punk something... and Danielson and Seth Rollins yeah. and Kevin Owens, uh, yeah, Claudio, I mean, yes, Jericho. Um, Jericho, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the the one the only thing I was going to say is, I mean, yes, I agree with you that the Ring of Honor does have some. Um, the, the Ring of Honor title has some, I guess you know, some big names that have been their world champion, but now it's not even a company, so it's like. I don't really think it means that much. I think I'd rather be the tag team champion of AEW than being the Ring of Honor world title because what is Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor is not even a, its own. It's I mean I guess it has a some sort of it has its own brand, but whatever. But anyways, this was fine. This was okay. This you know it was it you know like I said it's not my favorite style of match because I don't really like Kingston the way Kingston wrestles. But this was okay. This was fine. So they did. Claudio did shake his hand at the end. Adhered to the Ring of Honor code of honor and yeah eddie kingston is the ring of honor champion but i'm going to move on to R- roderick strong is in the hospital with his devastating neck injury still struggling to recover 
his friends. You know, uh, here's the here's the thing I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> this guy obviously doesn't have a neck injury. So what hospital is going to be keeping this guy? Like he's in, like he's and put a neck brace on him when he has nothing wrong with him. You know. That's well, they got to figure out what's wrong with him. He keeps fucking falling over in a heap. You know, they got to do some testing and stuff. So it looks like he's in. Yeah, he okay, looks well, like he's in pain. There's something going on here, okay? We don't know what it is. Adam Cole. Yeah, it's, very, it's very mysterious. It's very mysterious. Adam Cole finally arrives. It took him a long time. Roddy was waiting there for his, who he thought was his friend. Okay, well, hold on. Before you continue, I, I did think it was pretty funny when he came there and, and he, he's like, Roddy, open your eyes. He was like, oh, Adam, it's you. I'm like, oh my god, this is the stupidest thing ever. Why? But it's the stupidest thing ever, but I have to admit, I laugh because it's so dumb. I don't know. Roddy's making me laugh left and right in this whole, this whole angle. I can't say I don't like it. Can't say I don't like I, it. I can't. I, I can't say I like it, but I have to admit that I've laughed. I will say that. So Adam Cole has to leave because he's got to watch Max's back tonight because Samojo is yeah. a mean killer type of guy. So sure. Roddy doesn't sure. want him to leave, but he's like, just fine, go ahead and leave then. And that's what happens. Oh, God, in yes. <laughs> the, way, the way he ri rises up from the bed is just, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so sad so sad I'm gonna move along uh, Christian yeah, please, please. and Luchasaurus so they're gonna be on Dynamite Rampage Grand Slam not Dynamite Rampage Grand Slam yeah. Rampage Grand Slam it's called it's gonna be a rematch yeah. of the match from All in London uh, just a regular tag team match and then the next night on Collision mm -hmm. Christian challenges Darby Allen to a three way match for the TNT title so I don't know with what that's going to mean. With him, with him and Luchasaurus versus Darby. Yeah. So I don't know if that means he's going to try to win the title for himself or what. Um, you would think, right? I guess I mean, we'll he already see. carries the title, but yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah, I don't know what to expect from this match. I guess it's just a match for the fans in New York to see Sting and Darby, but it doesn't seem like it's that important because the feud's going to go on to the next night anyway. So I don't know. We'll see what yeah. happens. But I haven't seen that yet. We're recording this on a Thursday. I know the people who were there at Grand Slam saw it on Wednesday, but so I didn't read the spoilers. True. I don't know what happened yet. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't either. Chris Jericho is the next match against Sammy Guevara, his uh, only friend left. And Sammy came out with a lit-up jacket as an homage to his uh, mentor, Chris Jericho, and a rapper. So he had a, rap a fat rapper guy with him. My, bro my brother said, oh, he brought a bad rapper with him. <laughs> he said, bad, my brother just wasn't... A, just a bad... My brother wasn't impressed with this guy's rapping. I was like, I'm impressed with anyone who raps in time. I guess to me that means they're good, like if they're in beat. But I don't know. He didn't sound like Snoop Dogg for some reason. You know, some rappers no, no, no. have that... I, I, I didn't care about the rapping and whatever. I, I mean, yeah, I thought it was some... I don't, I don't know if there's somebody... I, I feel like Cornette... Like, uh, is this somebody we're supposed to know? Yeah, is, yeah I don't think so. Is this good? I so. <laughs> somebody know if this is good? Is this supposed to be good rap? I don't know. Um, Kehan, is, is this good? I can't tell. What it is seems this? to be Sammy Guevara's song, just in in live rap right, form. Right, right. But okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so yeah. Anyways, you call this a botch heavy show? 
I didn't really see many, yeah. but I bookmarked a couple just so we could do that for AEW. So they shook hands and they started their match. Here's one where Sammy's supposed to kick Jericho in the face and he yeah. missed it and then he just did it again. So um, that's the one thing people do nowadays when they botch is they don't just play it off and move on to something else. They try to finish it off. They try to do it again. Or sometimes they'll try it three times. I've seen that. If you fuck it up, just move well, on, dude. It's it's not well, going to work. Well, well, I think though, the worst part of it is when you, is in this case, is that he had to sell that he missed. Like, he completely, he didn't even come close to fitting it. Like, like it was not even, even slightly close. And he had to, Jericho had to sell like he was, like, dazed or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, I've like, seen that uh, a lot. I've seen people selling like, well, moves that didn't come close to their face. Yeah. And then I've seen people not yeah. sell moves where they they look like they're getting nailed and they're not even selling. That's another issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that well, happens so much. That, that happens in AW all the time. But, no, I, yeah. So, I mean, this was a, a botch-heavy show. Well, let, let me sense. move on. Let me see another botch right here. Uh, what else? Okay, so there's this one where Sammy is too far. Yeah. He's too far yeah. away from the road. What, what Jericho should have done for the lion salt is before he went for it, is just move him closer. Like grab yeah, him right here, grab him, by, grab his lifeless body, pull him a little bit. Instead of Sammy has to do it himself and scooch over to take yeah. the lion salt. That's it's terrible. It looks terrible. That's, that's it terrible. Looks, it looks terrible. It's a horrific. It's a horrific thing. It's, well, what were you gonna say about the botches on the show again? Sorry, I cut you off. No, 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 no. I was gonna say yeah. This was the second one that I wrote down. You know, both in this match. I mean, it, it was. It's a terrible look that he had to. Scoot like that for Jer I don't, Jericho knows that at this point of his career he can't make it from there to from there to there. You know. Maybe he thought he the, was going to. He's like, I can make it, <laughs> and he went for it. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, I don't know either. I don't know either. But anyways, yeah, this was impressive though. Look at this. Look at Sammy pick up mm -hmm. Jericho. Like, dude, that's not easy. I mean, he's no. not anywhere near Jericho's size, and he hit him with the GTH. So that was cool. Yeah. I got to give it up for that. And then I don't know if you would call the botch the finish, a botch from the shooting star press, tried to hit him with the code breaker from that. I mean, Sammy sold it very well. Like he's, a, I don't know. Yeah. Let's take a look at this again. What do you think of this? Well, he didn't land it. He didn't hit it great, but that was the least of their. Yeah. I remember you know, at AJ Styles had trouble doing that at WrestleMania against Jericho too. That, he was trying to do that code, take that code breaker the same way, and it didn't really land perfectly. It's a tough one to do, but sometimes it's, it works. It's tough one to do, yeah. When you're trying to get it like from midair, that's not an easy thing to do at all. Of course, like I won't say that that was like a botch completely. But it was so, also very dumb for Sammy to even try that move. I don't even understand why. Anyway, well, yeah. And if I'm talking, we're talking about in the like in the match, like if we're being, uh, I guess not even smart marks in this case. Now, if we're just being marks. Why the hell would Sammy just not – he did his finisher and then he tried to do some dumb move. I, I don't get it. But anyways, yeah, let's continue. So Jericho didn't put Sammy over. It's not Sammy's time no. yet. He's still no. uh, still got much to learn. I, I personally don't think it's ever going to be Sammy's time, but that's just my opinion. I think that Sammy is where he is. Uh, anyways, yeah. So this was the ending, the, the afterbirth, if you will, was that they were going to hug it out and stay friends. But, yeah. you know, Jericho gave him, even gave him a kiss on the cheek, you know, that uh, they got through this and they're still going to be friends. But we, as I'm sure a lot of you know, that's not what happened. Sammy kicked him in the nuts, right in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and to make matters worse, out comes 
Don Callis. So, which didn't make much sense because Sammy completely played him off last week. Like, he didn't have, want to have anything to do with him. And yeah. now he's just going to walk out with him. There they go together. So, that'll come back up again in a little bit. But they do show MJF and Adam Cole arriving to the arena before the show. And they cut a promo. MJF cuts a promo on Samoa Joe and the match they're going to have later. Adam's got to go mm-hmm. back, though, because Roddy's in pain and he thinks he's dying. So he's going to leave, <laughs> but he does make yeah. it back for the show later on. But yeah. Uh, so Renee tried to catch up with Don Callis and Sammy and ask what's going on. Don Callis said he's going to tell them on Rampage. And then my boy, Daniel, Daniel Garcia, is like, what the heck is going on with you? What are you doing with this guy? What are you doing with this guy? And uh, Don Callis like, no, no, don't fight with him. This guy's money. He's going to join us later. Watch. Give him some time. So, which I thought was a smooth, smooth move. So, Sammy with Don Callis, huh? What do you think in, of that? My, uh, in, in what world is Daniel Garcia money? Like, what money? <laughs> this guy <laughs> can't draw flies to shit. So Dude, I don't the know. dance. The Daniel Garcia dance. Come on, man. No, man. He's, he's money. He's money. Money. He's money, all right. He's money if you're trying to lose money. If you're just trying to waste money. This guy's money. He's money in that sense. Well, okay, that's just my. Opinion. That was that that's was that opinion. though. I'm curious to see what happens. I mean, I like Don Callis. Yeah. It just everyone knows he's a he's a weasel asshole though. So it doesn't really make sense to me that someone would join him. What would Ty Conti say about this? Huh? Where is she at? When she berated him about, you know, being friends with MJF, isn't she gonna? What is she gonna say? She'll probably divorce him. What are you doing with this guy? <laughs> well, she's too busy taking care of the kid that I think I, or, or, that they had. I think right, they had right. So I'm not I sure. Know. I I don't know, but oh, maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. Let's move along anyway. to. Ray Phoenix versus John Moxley for the international title. So look, I don't know if you read anything about this because I haven't really read anything on the internet about yeah. why this happened, why John Moxley lost. Because I was pretty shocked because he took a what is this move? What is that move called? He took a pile driver. They call it. It's like a, a interesting looking pile driver over the shoulder, and John Moxley. Yeah doesn't kick out here right he's look like he doesn't kick out but the ref doesn't count three so yeah yeah that was great my thinking is that he got injured maybe and he's like fuck it i'm just gonna lose i know i'm out for a while i probably fuck like rip something so i'm just gonna put him over and he should have told the ref that if you know if that's what happened that's my guess but i don't know i didn't read anything I think from what I gathered, you, you're basically right. I think he was concussed, but I forgot how he got concussed. They said it was something not even in this match. It was something else. And I don't remember what else he did, though. I was like, uh, okay, Maybe whatever. from all, all the he, other freaking shows he's been doing crazy shit in, you know, like literally every show. Yeah. Where he's, he t- I, he I couldn't, couldn't remember why they said he was concussed, but that's what they said. And, yeah, so that that's how that thing got botched. And I think the referee may have been told, but – that's that idiot referee, so he probably would have messed it up either way. So, you know, um, yeah, it was booking-wise, obviously, it made no sense at the time. But I don't—I guess I'll give them a pass because I don't think that—I I don't think he was—I think Moxley was supposed to win. I would imagine if, if that didn't happen. But yeah, that came out of nowhere. I was shocked. 
I was shocked. I wasn't even paying attention. Well, yeah. I just like turned my back. Around. What the hell? You lost? No way. What? Yeah. I was like, what an unusual booking. Okay. This is Ray Phoenix's time, I guess. No, I mean, looking back on it, it does look like Moxley got hurt somehow. So, yeah, go ahead, Vlad. We can hear you. Oh, you can hear me? Okay, I'm sorry. I was just saying, uh, you know, I, I think with, this was not their initial plan, obviously. I don't think they wanted Phoenix to beat Moxley. They had, I think this is like, they had to call an audible. But obviously, even that, they screwed up because they couldn't get the finish uh, clean. They had to have, like, some weird thing in the, you know. Yeah, obviously, he was pinned, and then oh, it just looked so bad that he didn't count to three. But anyways, yeah. All right, I, whatever. Um, so this is just to me shows how the greatness of Orange Cassidy going through 31 titles. If Moxley couldn't even do like what, three or four, and he kind of just conquer. I'm sure they had a plan for him to be champion for a long time, but 31 yeah. in a row, bro. 31 in a row, and he was hurt the whole time. What an amazing guy, Orange Cassidy. But yeah, the crowd was stunned here. They were like, they didn't really, you didn't really hear them pop. It was just like, what the fuck? It's over. And then they. They announced that he's the new champion, and people were still kind of couldn't believe it. It was confusing, but okay. <laughs> so Ray Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's very confusing. I couldn't, you know, I, until I kind of got an idea of why they did this, I, you know, I was kind of, first I was like, okay, that's a horrific botch. And then second, like, why would they want Ray Phoenix to beat Moxley here? That makes no sense. After everything they've done with Moxley. But then I guess I give them a, somewhat of a pass on the booking because they just had to call an audible, and that sometimes happens in wrestling. But yeah, it was not a good look for them that he that would when you know it's considering that they, all the problems that they have of looking professional. It's another like, it's another thing where again uh, in one of their marquee shows they couldn't even get this down correct. You know, like they had to have yeah a, yeah a I know all right so. So that's a, at least three that we've counted today, but let's move along with the show, yeah. man. Let's we we still got the main event to get to, uh, which Samoa Joe is here to cut a promo on. I honestly don't really remember what he said. Something about I'm gonna probably you know beat that little kid or something, something disrespectful about MJF, which I thought he did a good job in this feud, kind of making MJF look oh, yeah. like a little bit of a scared, you know, someone who just doesn't maybe not quite believe in himself. And um, I, I thought yeah, this yeah. whole thing was fucking uh, fantastically perfect, as we'll see later on. Um, so the Hardys, so this was that four-way match that we were talking about, that they're going to face the Ring of Honor champions. Mm. I think it's the Hardys, the Righteous, the Kingdom, and the Best Friend. I, who do you think should win this? Is it gonna, It's going to be the Kingdom, right? You would think the Kingdom based on the, the fact that they're involved with yeah, Roddy and Adam and all that stuff. So you would think that actually would be a match. cool tag team match. I would look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So Tony Storm's got her new ring walk entrance. She's a movie star. <laughs> so this is her new thing. They turn out the lights like she's from the fifties, black and white. She sure got that look about her. If she was around yeah, in the fifties, man, like she would have been like a serious movie star. I think serious. Like she's she's, she's got she's got that look like that. Perfect oh, photogenic look. So she's great. Yeah. Um, she's facing Soraya, former members of the Outcasts. They used to be friends, and the match started straight up with Soraya disrespecting her, slapping her around, bullying her, and Tony Storm showed some emotion about it a little bit and turned into 
a, a fight, a serious fight. So I'm going to skip forward a little bit. This was the one part where I thought Tony Storm could win, and the crowd popped pretty big for this, you know, HLA, if you will. And uh, <laughs> as Eric Bischoff used to call it, <laughs> and then hits her with the Storm Zero and, t and Soraya with the, the kick out, the false finish. So that could have been a, a finish, but in the end, uh, this was the finish. It was... Uh, the hip attack to the ro to the bottom of rope that was the bottom turnbuckle was taken off earlier in the match, so I guess that hurt so much. Yeah. I don't know. That didn't really look great to me, but uh, Soraya with the win, she keeps the title. And I, I think right when the match ended, it kind of hit me like I should have guessed this because I was like, you know, Soraya kind of needs the title, and Tony Storm's kind of doing well without it. She doesn't really need it. She's got her persona and her personality. I think Soraya is kind of definitely needs this belt more at this time. So, um, well, I, I should that part, but I also, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'll no, 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 you go on. That's all I was going to say. Uh, I was just going to say that, yeah, I agree with that part, but I also think that like, you know, Tony Storm is their best overall woman's talent. And it, and she's, I mean, she really made this match, uh, at least watchable with her antics throughout the whole match. Like she was, she's really good. She's really good. Yeah. She's the one. She's actually probably too good to be in this division or to be in AEW women's division. She's she's a really good talent. Uh, way better than anything that they ha ever had or previously. You know, she's really good. Well, she might be one of those situations where it's like Drew McIntyre. Like, go away for a while, work somewhere else, and they see how good you are, and then they'll bring her back to WWE Maybe. Maybe. at some point. Maybe. So we'll see about that. Let's move along Maybe. with whatever Maybe. came up after this. Uh, it'll be Samoa Joe walking to the ring with some. He should have pushed that guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, you should go full circle. You should go full circle and, do the, and just push the security guard. Especially that guy on the right looks like a fucking asshole, man. I to push that guy. What is he doing? What is that guy doing? I don't know. Anyways, so the Ring of Honor television champion oh. comes out. Uh, and to fake. Well, I, oh, I also don't understand. I also don't. Yeah, this was funny. But before we get to that, I also don't understand the security thing because there's no one around. <laughs> well, no uh, Adam Cole obviously he thinks he could probably attack oh. him, so it's oh, okay. it's to protect him from Adam Cole and MJF. MJF is a heel, bro. He could. So where was this well, from? This this was a commercial. From Bret Hart. This was it was a Bret Hart thing from uh, when they were doing the New Generation. Uh, oh, like okay. I thought it was like a football player thing, like a commercial, like a, a serial commercial no, or something. No, no, this is a Bret Hart WWF commercial in like the mid nineties. All right. He so the, he he gave the he gave the kid his glasses. His, yeah. His pink glasses. And MJF yeah. gave his scarf and he gave him some words of encouragement. Told him that he was adopted, <laughs> which was, which was <laughs> pretty was hilarious. Yeah. Was hilarious. Uh, so let's go through this match. This was a. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I'm skipping around. So look at MJF selling every single yeah. punch. I got to say, see, this is like a simple thing that you think everyone would do. But I see so many times where people are just not moving their head when they're taking this these punches like this. So that's good. Uh, let's move. So this was where the stuff really started to get hot was where Samoa Joe pulled off MJF's shirt, rubbed it on his balls, spit on it, and <laughs> threw it on his face. And this got MJF riled up real bad. And, oh, this was mad disrespectful. Pie facing him, 
kicking him in the face. Man, this was like bring MJF back to his high school days and when he was getting bullied and stuff and getting quarters thrown at him. So, you know, this whole thing with MJF turning face, I think at first it was very sarcastic and silly, but I think it all worked out pretty damn perfectly, especially for our generation. Like, I can't see it being done better. But anyways, let me move on. to. So there was some biting here when he was doing his comeback, and uh, he does a little flip here, and kangaroo kick, which the crowd popped heavy for. So he does pull off the kangaroo kick. It throws Joe out of the ring, flings him out of the ring. So he doesn't really follow up on this, though. If I could go through the match a little bit. Uh, he was going to do a dive out of the ring, but he gets kicked in the head. And uh, what is this called here? A Death Valley driver, I think? So uh, yes. Yeah. He took a nasty right, right, right. Death Valley driver on his back on the corner of the ring apron, yeah, which looked amazing, really yeah. good. Looked yep. fantastic. So MJF, such a freaking great worker, man. This was this was pretty close to like a five-star match. I don't know if I would give it exactly five, but it was pretty close. But I'll, we'll go through the ending when, it, when we get to it. So he pulls out a table. Okay, this is something I don't understand also, Vlad. I, I had no notion of a no disqualification or anything like yeah. this. So MJF gets rammed through a table. I have, yeah, I have a list of criticisms for this, but I'll I'll let you finish as you go, as you go. Uh, so they took out the the padding on the outside of the of the ring, gave him a pile yeah. driver, sold it very well. Yeah. Even uh, medical staff comes out to check on him, and if Samoa Joe throws them all out of the way and throws MJF back in the ring, which was really cool. I don't I don't remember the last time I've seen this. This is awesome, bro. This is funny yeah. as hell. It's like it would be hilarious if a boxing guy did this. Like a boxing guy went into a corner, like, hey, punches the fucking doctor and forces the referee, like, bullies him to ring the bell. So Samoa Joe uh, tried to throw him back in the ring, and MJF kicked out. So that he looked dead, and he kicks out. Yeah. So taking a lot of damage, and his neck is already injured before the match. So if we're gonna think about this in terms of as a smart. Uh, let me move on to the rest of it, though. So this part was really funny. He was telling him to quit, give up. MJF spits in his face. Spits in yeah. Samoa Joe's face. That was really cool. That was a good spot. Such a good heel, Samoa Joe. So this is where MJF pulls out his heel stuff. So he low blows Joe, grabs the ref, yep. low blows him, and goes for the dynamite diamond ring. And he's looking at it. The crowd's kind of cheering for it. They see it. It's a little obvious. The ref is not looking at him, though. He's looking at Samoa Joe. And he's going to use it, but the ref sees him. And this was this was the part where people could have thought Joe was going to win. Because Joe low blows him. For sure. Puts him on the top rope. Sets him up for the muscle buster. And then I was like, what the fuck? Is this it? This is, it's going to happen. Like, I really thought Joe could have won this match. This wasn't one of those matches... Yeah. Where it was like, you know how sometimes it'll be like Roman Reigns versus Logan Paul? Like, you know there's not going to be a title change. But this, I thought there was a little bit of a chance. So, that was a false finish. Then he chokes him out right after that. And Adam Cole comes in for moral support and tells MJF, come on, you got to do it, you got to do it. And then MJF lifts his arm up at the very last second, hypes himself up. And oh, this was the second ref bump. So the ref, well, it was the this was the first ref bump. But they were gonna smash him into the corner. The ref falls out of the ring and hurts his knee. And then MJF pulls off his rip, wrist tape and chokes out Samoa Joe. And then they have to wait for the ref to kind of 
get himself together and get into the ring. The ref does get in the ring and sees that Samoa Joe is out cold, and that's the end of the match. Pretty damn fucking good match. It was fun. Yeah. It was hot. Absolutely. I thought it was Absolutely. funny that Adam Cole kind of helped him do some heel work, their baby faces, but MJF's got that heel in his bones, you know what I mean, in the, in the bottom yeah, of his heart. Yeah. yeah, like he's hiding the tape, and then it falls off, it falls down, and then he tells Paige, uh, 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 Cole. Yeah, to, yeah, good friend. Me. Adam Cole's a good friend. A good buddy man that's a good friend right there so uh and then post-match yeah, joe is mad at adam cole which he should be for interference what are you doing here but then uh mjf throws himself in front of his best friend to protect him and joe en- ends up shaking his hand giving him giving him the handshake giving the devil's due saying you know what fine good match you kicked out of that muscle buster but he did offer cm punk the same handshake and then he beat up CM Punk right after that and choked him out. That's, so that's that was a little funky. But in this case, all it was was a handshake, and that was the end of the show. You've grown up, kid. Good job. You're a man now. <laughs> and that was the end. They celebrate. Good match. I mean, it all it ended up the way we expected it, but I think it was more exciting than people and really expected it was going to be. So give your thoughts on this match, Vlad. What were you going to say? I was going to say that it was obviously very good. Everything that you said was absolutely right. It was a great match. Two guys that could really work. I'm only going to put some the criticisms that I had. That they were minimal, but they were also important in in the grand scheme of things. Obviously, like you know, I, I guess it was great. The ma- these were two really, really good workers. But Joe putting MDF through a table. How's that not a DQ? I don't understand. This this was you know, I know. And Me also, too. and then also the all the uh, all the things that MJF took in this match was, and he was kicking out like he was Orange Cassidy. He was, he was, it was incredible. He he went through a table. He had the power driver on the floor with the pads removed. Uh, he kicked out of the muscle buster after getting a low blow. So he was just kicking out of everything. He was kicking out of everything, right? Uh, and then I was, I'm not really sure why. Joe decided to shake his hand at the end, but you know, whatever. I I guess that's like the least of it. But you know, I just don't, I I think he took too much, too much damage, uh, too much stuff, and then still to still win the match and still kick out of everything. That was my only criticism. As far as the work itself, I thought it was really good. Um, some of it, like I said, some of it didn't really make sense as far as some of the things that they were doing that would have probably should have caused the DQ. But nonetheless, good stuff. Definitely the highlight of the show. And I can't really complain that much when, when everything else that happened on this show was like pretty bad. This was definitely a highlight. So first, what would you give this match as a rating? I'll give it like a four point seven five, I guess. Pretty much close to five stars. I think I'd give it like I'd give it a four, um, and I take off the star because. Of the I, table spots, basically. The table spots, and also that he was kicking out. I don't like when guys are just kicked out or everything like that. If it makes sense, okay. But, like, geez, he took a, a lot of punishment, a lot of punishment in this match to be kicking out. Of, so that's like Orange Cassidy level ridiculousness almost. Like, it didn't yeah. reach Orange Cassidy ridiculousness completely because he is, like, the world champion and a, big, a way bigger star. But, man, I don't know. Didn't like that he was kicking out of all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'll say, but, but I'll say, I'll say four stars is fair because they did, they did pretty good work. All right. So, 
that's AEW Dynamite Grand Slam 2023. I gave it a B. I would give it a B plus, but there was it's a lot of botches. There was a Man, few botches. There was. A, I didn't really. I wouldn't give it a B. I mean. I mean, I, I, I think that I Kingston match was hot for the crowd. I think mm. uh, the main event was really good. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what else was on there? What, what am I missing? Soraya and Tony Storm was not bad. I mean, I think that I was okay. If you cared about Jericho and Sammy. Jericho and Sammy, there was a good spot there where that's historical. That's the end of their relationship. Finally, they did something I, important I guess, for that. Mox, Moxley and Ray Phoenix. I don't know, bro. But, no, I think I mean, the fact that the crowd was very into it, you know, it kind of made it better. So I'll give it a sure. I'll give it a solid B. I think it was a nice show. I, compared to the, the recent dynamites we've been watching that have been like nothing. Yeah. So this yeah, was like, not bad. Okay, I'll give it a C plus. I'll give it a C plus. That's fair. I'll say that's fair. Yeah. I gave I gave it a good yeah. grade though. I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was a good show. Okay. So uh, that's all fair we're enough. gonna talk about. I think Raw and SmackDown were pretty much ass this week. I got to say, like very little in the way of angles that are progressing. SmackDown uh, from, what day was that? Let me get the date right. It was uh, Ju- September 15th, Friday, September 15th. And uh, they got that Jimmy Uso stuff going where he's acting crazy. I don't think this is a swerve for him to, to against the bloodline to take Roman Reigns out. Because if that was the case, why didn't he just fucking let Jay Uso beat Roman? That would be so stupid, even if it was a swerve. This storyline, to me, has jumped the shark. I don't care. I'm watching it, yeah. but I think this is not that good. Okay, I mean, there's some some stuff going on with Cena and Jimmy Uso. Uh, yeah. Solo is, like, you know, also getting involved with Cena, but Jimmy Uso is, um, you know, he's he's acting like he's in the bloodline still, and and it, Solo is not really taking him back in. Yeah, but but yeah, he's yeah. it was it's weird to me. This whole thing is weird. And then on Raw, Jay was getting recruited by the Judgment Day, and then all the way they strung us along till the end of the show, and he didn't join. So, well, I think the only thing that really caught my eye on SmackDown that uh, there was like, I mean, I thought actually SmackDown was a pretty good show to be honest. Raw was well, the, the only thing that popped everyone's eye on SmackDown was this fucking Austin Theory segment where they humiliated him again. Like always, and this time it was the freaking rock that came out out of nowhere and making right. his return, which I guess right. was a big deal to a lot of people. Like over a hundred million views in like three days on their website. So the rock well, is sure. back. That's is a, this it's a big, does this mean the rock yeah. is back for real, or is this was this a one time appearance? Is he gonna face Roman? Is this the beginning of the Roman feud with for WrestleMania and? They'll send Cody because I'm hearing a lot of things like they're they're gonna sign CM Punk, and Cody could feud with him. That'll be fantastic, and then they can do The Rock and Roman, and they could just uh, find a million yeah. things to distract Cody with. He's getting distracted with sure. Dominic right now. Next week it'll be something else. Next week he'll just sure. never get back to the title, and The Rock I guess could face Roman at WrestleMania. This could be the start of it. I don't know. I haven't heard any rumors. I don't know what's going on, but in this scene yeah, all he did was. Humiliate Austin Theory again, like he needs more humiliation. But what were you gonna say? Well, you know what? Yes, I agree with you. But this was an enjoyable segment for me. You know, this is, you know, it was it was pretty good. I thought you I enjoy thought this. Theory... Go back and yeah. watch every rock segment ever. It was like exactly like this. I mean, 
The top part where you got the I, crowd involved telling him you side, you this side, you say you are, and this side, an asshole. I'm like, okay, that was like the, the lamest, simplest audience participation you could do. I'm sure if you were there, it was kind of funny. There were some people in the audience getting a giggle out of getting to say asshole on TV, which I don't know why that's not censored when The Rock is there, but if someone else is saying it, okay, double standard. I thought it was censored. I thought it was censored. I, I, it was censored on my... I don't know on my feet. I don't know, but whatever. No, but the point I was going to make is I I enjoyed it because The Rock is a legit star. The crowd reaction was pretty crazy, and even seeing Pat McAfee was kind of cool. You know, uh, I'm a big, I'm kind of a McAfee fan as far as personality goes. Um, so I'd prefer him to almost any any uh, ring announcer oh, yeah. they have. You're right. It was censored on this feed. I think I saw the yeah. European feed where it wasn't censored. Oh. But okay. okay cool, so I, cool. I guess on That's Fox cool. in America it was censored. I'm not a fan of The Rock, Vlad. You know this. Yeah, I know. I don't, yeah, I I don't think he's that funny. Um, I respect him. I think he's a good, like, responsible working man. You know, I respect him as a human being. <laughs> but, well, you know, well, well, nothing against him personally. You don't think he's an interesting wrestling personality? You don't think he's I think a... he's an interesting wrestling personality. I think he's a good worker. I think when he does his matches, I think his matches come off pretty well, even though they're kind of you gimmick. Think... Like, the people's elbow is kind of stupid to me. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, but... but you don't think he is, like, he's a like an interesting character. You don't think he's good on the mic, or you do think he's good on the mic, but you don't care. Because... I think he's good on the mic, but I think I, I'm just... I'm bored of all his catchphrases. I think he's a catchphrase machine. I've just sure, never, sure. I've never really been a fan of his. I think he, he, yeah, he gets a lot of time on the mic. I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I can see why people are. He's very charismatic. I've just never really liked him because I think he wasted a lot of my time with his promos, with his looking up into the air, looking down like this before he says anything, smells real deep. I'm like, oh, God, this is so boring. I just think he's boring. <laughs> I think he's boring. Uh, well, I think he's captivating in a way, but I think he's also boring in a way. But that's just me. Yeah. Just... I've, I, yeah, I can't remember thinking that when I was growing up, and I don't really think that now. But so I was, I was okay with this segment. I thought it was a cool segment considering really what's been going on in WWE television has been kind of oh, whatever. So lame. Yeah, so I, there's been a lot of lame matches that I didn't even mention, man. They're not even worth mentioning so, a lot of them. So, yeah, I thought this was pretty, you know, there was a few, uh, there was a, a couple of things here that were okay on SmackDown. And this was one of them I felt. I thought Theory actually did okay here. I mean, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, obviously he was going to get rock bottom at the end of it. That, I don't think it's become a, a surprise. That's like obvious. Things I don't happen. think they think anything of Theory anymore. I'm starting to think like they think he's Maybe. a serviceable worker. He's He deserves to be on the show. But he doesn't really deserve any more than that in their eyes, I think. And I think a lot of us think that since he's Maybe. such above and beyond a good worker compared to a lot yeah. of the other guys, that he should be getting yeah. a better push. I don't think he's that. I think he's the Miz, basically. He's going to be on the show. He's guaranteed like a spot on the show. But there's no guarantee he's right. going to be champion or have a run or anything. He could have a run like the Miz. Like maybe he'll win it for a little while or something. But... Unfortunately, I that we'll was see. I was more sad to see Theory get buried than happy to see The Rock back. Unless this is supposed to lead to the Roman thing. If that's what it is, right. then okay. Otherwise, I don't really need to see The Rock come visit once in a while, you know. But he did have that moment backstage with Cena. And that right. was kind of a trip, you know, for the 
for the pot smokers out there. Oh, that's a trip. <laughs> that's a trip. But okay, yeah. you know. All right. If you were happy yeah. to see the rock, I'm happy for you. You know, but yeah, yeah, I got, I got it, I got it. It's I not my thing. It's not my thing. I don't want to rail on the rock all day. It's just not my thing. Okay, it's just not my. I got thing. it, got it. Well, but that's all. Other than that, I, you didn't really write anything else for SmackDown, right? That was basically all you had. There was nothing. There was the Jimmy Uso stuff. Uh, he's trying to get back in the bloodline. He was, you know, feuding with AJ Styles. He's messing with AJ, so he ruined his right. match against Finn Balor. This is all from memory. Uh, the yeah. Miz beat, the Miz lost to LA Knight again. LA Knight said right. post show like I want I want gold I want the belt. Uh, yeah, Santos. So he's, he's moving on to bigger things, right? Yeah. Okay, another match with the Miz. We already saw that. Santos Escobar wanted a a match with Ray for the title, so I guess they're gonna do that respectfully. Yeah. But also, Street Profits and Lashley came out, so there's gonna be a feud with them with the LWO. Um, right. And that's pretty much all I remember from SmackDown. I think there's some stuff with Asuka and uh, Bailey, and then Shotzi interfered and freaked Bailey out. So I don't know. I thought SmackDown was kind of thin this week. Oh, Cena was on the Grayson Waller effect. And uh, right. so uh, Jimmy Uso came out, told people that, like he said before, I don't, I don't, no one wants to see you here. And then Solo came out, and I think uh, Solo. Um, so how is like Solo going to hit Jim? How is yes, Solo related to Umaga? You know that one because Umaga fought Cena before, and I think some people were saying like this is a, oh. a a a family matchup. Unless it's like his uncle or something. I gotta must look. Be, must be. I gotta look that up because it's not his dad. Because his dad is no, Rikishi. no, no. His dad is Rikishi. I think so it there, might. Yeah, maybe maybe his uncle. So there was that. And then that was uh, that was about all I remember from SmackDown. From Raw, the Nia Jax thing that we thought they might put, they might cancel. They didn't because she she uh, jumped she in was, on that she, women's tag match. She's back again. Yeah, yeah. She's back again. She's back again. You know, she was running rough shot. She beat up uh, Chelsea and Piper Niven and uh, Zoe Stark and Shayna Baszler. So that's continuing on. Um, and I I really can't remember anything else. Oh, Cody, Cody and Dominic. You know, nobody trusts Jey Uso. In the end, he didn't join the Judgment Day, but still, you know, he's got a lot of enemies. Drew McIntyre, uh, Kevin right. Owens from when he was in the Bloodline. So that's a thing. Cody's trying to watch his back and say, like, no, don't worry. He's, he's, he's okay. He's cool. He's cool. So Cody's trying to give him a I, – I don't like any of this. I, I, it's okay. I left it on. I watched Raw, but it's like right. none of it was right. really – none of it really got to me. So I, I enjoyed yeah, I, AEW I, 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 more this week. I understand. Yeah, I think I thought SmackDown was pretty good for the most part, to be honest with you. But I think the only problem I had, or I continue to have, is, you know, I think if you have, if he, Roman is your biggest star and he's never on the show, it's it's just not good. You know, he hasn't been on a show in like months, or at least a month. Yeah, crazy. The, the Bloodline segments really suffer. It's like you can't. How do you even? do that how can you even do a week-to-week -week show without your biggest star i mean i understand if he's not there maybe every other week but the fact that he's not there for like four five six weeks in a row it's i mean i understand that's the deal that he's got or whatever that he's got he's working limited dates but jesus what yeah it's kind of shitty <laughs> and also it's there's a thing about like okay 
you don't have to work matches and hurt yourself, but why can't you just be on the show and do like one of those backstage segments where he's just sitting there with, with Heyman? Like, is that really going to hurt you? He really needs to be like on vacation somewhere in like Hawaii or something. Like what the fuck is this? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I, I have to be honest. I've never seen such a schedule for someone. Like, who is the, who is the champion to, of the universe? Who's their champion? Yeah. Who's basically, <laughs> and considered their biggest star, like actually legitimately considered their current biggest star. Right. So I don't know. I, I think it's a little odd. I, I understand trying to be lenient towards him, but it's just weird. I've, I've never seen such a thing. I mean, considering how they used to r run their champions ragged back in the day, working 320 plus days. I mean, it's, well, that's Seth Rollins, I guess. That's that's how they're explaining it. But yeah, it's stupid. That's why that's why yeah. I'm I I don't even cover these WWE shows in detail because a lot of it's just stupid. And we've already talked about it. If anyone wants to go back and look, search for our segment about the new world heavyweight title that they introduced this year. Oh, yeah. And we've we've already talked about how that just so killed this show. Like you know, mm. you, like Rome. You know, it's Roman's not the one world champion there is another world champion which doesn't make sense so there's so many things about it logically that just kind of suck and um you know yeah. i don't know there's things that come up that are nice sometimes but they're wasting cody's time they're just trying to find things to stall for him you know just come up with different things to just kill time until he might get another title shot or something which is really annoying too but um I can't really think of anything I really in, enjoyed this week on SmackDown or Raw. So that's why I didn't really cover it too much today. But we'll get to it. We'll get to it next time. It was Grand Slam week. That was that was a hot show. They tried to they were the ones who tried to give us something. They tried to give us some marquee matchups, some important matchups that went the distance. So they were more worth talking about today, in my opinion. Well anyways. Cool Vlad, it's late. Go to sleep. I'm sorry I kept you up today. All right, bro. Uh, yes, but it's always a pleasure to be on the show, despite what time we're doing it or what day we're doing it. It's it's, it's an honor to be invited to Kay Hans because uh, uh, Cam puts in so much work to get this thing, you know, ready and and all the videos that go into it. So you know, it, it is an honor. It is a lot of work to be on. I wish people knew how much work I put in before they just fucking skip to the next video like an asshole. You know, yeah. I see you guys. I see you on the fucking on the the, the oh, YouTube analytics that they say oh, like YouTube. people just watch like an average of three seconds and then skip forward to the next video. Like what the fuck? You give us three That's seconds fuck. until you figure that we suck. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you suck. Let's see what you come up with. You know how hard it is to do these fucking shows. Record them. Prepare. And that's the post production. That's a shoot, brother. That's, that's a shoot. A brother. shoot. That's, <laughs> That's a shoot. You wanted to shoot. Here's a, here's a shoot for you. You wanted to shoot. Nobody asked for a shoot, but I'm shooting anyways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like WCW wrestlers from 1999 to go out, go out and shoot and go into business for themselves. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah they go, Fuck they go you guys who aren't watching our videos, okay? I'm not even yeah, kidding. Man. Seriously, yeah, whose video is better? Like, they, I see a bunch of videos like get more views. I'm like, dude. These guys are like not even doing anything. They just put a camera on themselves and go like this. You know? Okay, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, man. You want the real wrestling talk? You want to know what's really going on? And you want it's right wrestling. here on the Malapert Smart Show, motherfucker. I, the Malapert exactly. Smart Podcast. 
took the words right out of my mouth. This is the show. If you want, if real wrestling fans want to hear about wrestling, this is the show to do. Yeah, subscribe, motherfucker, and wait for yeah. us to tell you how it really is, okay? Exactly, exactly. Anyways, that's all you we got him. for you this you week. Him. You better watch the show. And you better listen or listen on your favorite pop podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Spotify, Pandora, whatever the fuck. Listen while you're at work. Listen while you're taking a shit. Listen while you're driving around. I don't give a fuck. Just listen, okay? Just listen, exactly. All right, man. We need more views and we need more sub- more subscribers. So subscribe. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Bad things are going to happen to you. I'm telling you. <laughs> you won't know about wrestling, bro. This is where you learn about wrestling. This is where you learn about wrestling. People, we're showing That's the right. clips, too, that we're talking about. Because people just talk out of their ass like they know something. We're showing firsthand empirical evidence. Okay? You can't, you can't deny the empirical evidence. Can't deny all right. It. That's all for the show. You made me pissed off at the end, Vlad. But that's all for today's show. We'll see you next time. Uh, I don't even time. know. I, uh, what did I do now? But anyways. <laughs> all right. Yeah, take care, bro. Stop selling that's out the business. Thing wrestlers stop it oh stop oh, selling boy. out the business <laughs> oh, oh no god <laughs> i think it's time to end the show stop Somebody it man <laughs> have some respect for yourself and your profession stop going on twitter and acting like it's fake okay treat it seriously exactly treat it sell guys sell motherfuckers sell when they throw a punch uh, to your face this is true this is true. This is a All right, man. This is a long set problem. All right, <laughs> let's talk later, bro. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. Have a good week. Have a good See week. you later. You too, man. You too. Bye.